little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, hi. Welcome to another episode of Around the Way Curls. Um, How's everything, Internet? Why don't you hit us with your update? Oh, girl. Did you see that I didn't have any? That's why I just get them out the way. I don't have any. <laughs> I see one. There's one. I don't know if she likes anybody. Oh, though, so. child. So, y'all, I'm still at my mom's house. And my mom has officially ruined my cat. Oh, girl. She has. My Blue has gained her weight back. <laughs> She doesn't come upstairs in the basement. And I was like, there's got to be something in the basement that she's doing that's wrong. Come down here. Blue didn't. Blue didn't. My mom has some food down here from last time. Blue's done. Scratched, clawed, bit her way into the bag. Been just feasting down oh here. Feasting. my. Your cat is bad and then like behavioral problems like defiant disorder is what she has she has so an eating disorder and then she comes upstairs and she cries to my mom she doesn't even yell she cries like i hear it and i'm like mom she's fine i know she's fine because she's been eating her ass off down here cries to my mom my mom's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna give her anything. Go in the go in the kitchen. My mom's feeding her all kinds of fish, chicken, all the things that she would never get home. So now when I come in the room, blue runs she runs away from me. <laughs> she doesn't go near me. As soon as she hears my voice, she runs. So much so that I don't think I'm gonna be able to get her home. And I told my mom, like, I have to get out of here quickly. So I might have to leave her because if I can't get her in the carrier. I can't, I gotta go. Like I'm in a rush when I, the next time that I leave. So blue doesn't sleep with me. She doesn't come say hi to me when I come in. I'm sorry. Antoinette, she literally, no, it is that's like your daughter. My, she was on the couch with my mom. My mom was petting her. I came down the steps, not even to sit on the couch to come down to the basement to record. And she ran. And that's really painful. Yeah. So my another rejection. It's just like, whatever. I don't care. Like, I don't want who doesn't want me. <laughs> this, is, this is really where I'm at. You're laughing, but it, it is hurtful. It's like, wow. That is really hurtful. And my mom, I hear my mom afterwards. She's like, say hi to your mom. That's so mean. Don't do that. And then my mom, like, tries to comfort me. Because I act like I don't care. My mom knows that I do. And so she comes over to me. She's like, it's only because I'm a wuss and I give her so much food. And she knows you're not going to do that. Exactly. Because Blue is a little manipulative, a little bit. She's Derek Jackson. She bad. Mm -hmm. She got like a defiant, I tell you, a little dif disorder a little bit. I had empathy for her, but now it just hurts. And it's it's just like, all right. I'm like, sorry to hear even that. Even in the basement. Like, this is where she hangs out now. She ain't come down here because I'm down here. Well, how many days has this been? Hmm? 
how long has this been? Is this like just happened recent, like a couple days ago? Blue has been at my mom's house since. No, she can't. Did she come home? I can't remember, child. I was here though. I keep coming back and forth. She's been here since May eighth. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a, May fifth. It's been a long time. I think I can't remember if I brought her back home. I can't remember the days are running in, but. I've been back and forth, so it's not like she hasn't seen me, but she just doesn't ever I'm since. I'm sorry to hear that. I, I want to say for like two weeks, she has just ran away from me and wanted nothing to do with me. Not my scent, nothing. We tried putting my like my shirt down where she usually sits on the couch next to my mom. She refused to sit on it. She's a little dysregulated now, though. We got to, you know, she's has too many. She's happier homes. here. This is a nicer place. They have stairs. They can offer her a better life. She's way happier. Are you, is, is, we don't have to talk about this right now, but that's a big decision. That's crazy. Is Mom, that is that on the line? What? If Blue stays there? I hope not. I mean, I know my mom wants her to, but I'm just stating that she is happy. She's has a better life here i'm not saying that (laughs) i love her enough to let her stay here because she is a emotional support cat for me but she's also serving as an emotional support cat for my mother who's losing her mind right now yeah and blue also is deeply why are we talking about this (laughs) but blue (laughs) blue is also deeply connected to people's emotions so like she can tell that my mom is upset and so when my mom comes down the stairs in the morning, she's right by her side. Like, cause we have cameras in the house now to make sure that her husband's okay. And I can see the video of like her and my mom being like, you're going to make me trip. Ha 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 Cause she's right under her feet. Just she's, she also she, feeds her up good shit too. So yeah, she also getting fucking meatball. She tried to give her a meatball. I was like, all right, this bitch eats kibble. Stop playing with me. Like, she's never going to come home. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's so annoying. So, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know. I think Blue is breaking up with me. I think she broke no, up. No, no, no. We're not claiming it. It's a rough time. She's coming back. I don't she think has so. A, what's it? What's she has her, um, damn. She got four Darnell Jones. She got in a Darnell Jones moment right now. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> She was like, where I want. Let her have her Darnell Jones. She tried to figure it out real quick. She not trying to hurt you. She just, she ain't never, she got to be out here. She got to see what it is. She said, all these stairs and carpets to scratch and food to sneak and eat. This is white people. It's different. This is great. Hiding places. Anyway, whatever. I don't care. I care. You do. But I'm too upset to show it. Yeah, everything's fine. How are well, you? Well, I I want to work on this for you guys. Um, I'm working on a comprehensive list, and I and I I realize that it's going to be um an individually based list. But I am inviting everybody to create a comprehensive list of five questions, not different from our uh what do we call them rapid fire questions rapid fire questions okay as you go out into the world and you're meeting new people if you're dating i think that we should all have five questions that we offer to somebody that will tell us everything we need to know about that person and our 
interest in them and where they fall in alignment with our own values. I have another one. So, What? I have another one. I just thought of it. Avon or Stringer Bell. <laughs> I see that's yours. And some niggas say, "Who's Avon or Stringer Bell?" You're gonna be like, "Dead to me." You're dead to me. Classic. So I'm working on. I'm working on. Um, I have three so far, and I'm moving them around. Right now, I have how do you eat your pizza? Because there's two types of people in the world, Antoinette. Shanti. There's somebody. To, listen wait, to me. How do you eat your pizza is not rapid fire. Well, these are my five questions, okay? <laughs> you can't my list. <laughs> how I said they're similar, but not. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> but there's two types of people in the world. You eat your pizza piping hot or you wait till your pizza cools down? Voodoo or brown sugar, flats or drums, and I'm working on the next two. But Who these is Arrested are my Development? If they don't know. <laughs> what is Arrested Development's They're Grammy gonna be like, Award oh, I love that album. show. You're going to be like, mm-mm, <laughs> see? Nope. <laughs> Wasn't a show. Was it how do you eat your pizza? Piping hot We've or you wait till it cools the, down? You've asked I don't remember me this about three said. times on this podcast. I don't remember what you said. We got new listeners. What'd you say? I don't eat it piping hot. I do wait. <laughs> and I and that is not what you do. I don't you know, burn girl. I ate pizza with you a lot and of times. And you've time. never seen me burn the roof of my mouth on pizza because burning ass cheese hurts. Now, Tastes a chicken like wing, burning. I will burn my mouth on a chicken wing. If it don't burn my fingers, once I bite into that thing, it might burn the rest of me, but that's okay. You don't just pick random questions. You pick questions that are going to reveal something about this person, right? I asked that pizza question because it shows someone's level of caution and impulsiveness. How do you sweep? nature. That's your other one. How you sweep? But that's a hard one because that's something I do on the sneak tip. Oh, you watch like somebody sweep? I watch somebody sweep. I don't hand them a broom because I, I also it's just not I, I won't be able to do that in the moment. Just meeting somebody off the street. But I, I would love to hear everybody's five questions that they're going to ask to get to know some. This is for friendship. This is for. Working partnerships. This is definitely for love interests. So these are your interview questions for the table collective. Flats or drums? <laughs> I should. <laughs> I think I will include that. I think I'm gonna ask this at this train. I need to know about y'all. I gotta come up with my next two. I you might should just t- buy them gonna... some wings during the training and see which ones they go for, and be like, hmm. Because seeing how people eat their chicken too. Did you? What type seeing of chicken eater are nigga, you? Are you eating the chicken or are you nibbling. playing around right. nibbling on it? Do when you have the flat, do you put the full thing in your mouth and pull it out? pause or do you break it open i need to know what does that say about somebody when you put the full thing in your mouth i just feel like you go after it (laughs) like you going after that bitch you know what you want when you break it apart you're a little more i don't know maybe you're you could it depends on how they break it apart you could be a little more prissy. You don't want to get your hands dirty. But if they break it apart and they get to it, that just means to me, okay, you're a person with a plan. You see something and you you figure out how you want to execute before you go right in. 
you know, the person who's just going after it, they go after it, but they could be a little reckless. I really think we need to have a comprehensive chicken discussion because <laughs> when we're talk going into the seasoning of the chicken, we're going like niggas that like barbecue chicken wings that order them hmm. instead of hot that. wings. Instead of hot wings, lemon pepper. Are you blue cheese? Are you ranch? Whoa. Tell me you're not a ranch. Girl. Are you're you ranch? kidding me? Are you I ranch? I prefer ranch over blue cheese any day. Wow. I think we're breaking up. Mm-hmm. You, if you I will have fuck a buffalo up some blue cheese, I will fuck up some blue cheese. And you take a buffalo wing and put it in ranch. Absolutely. Wow. Oh my God. That's prefer it. crazy. French time. fry and ranch. Bong. Bong. <laughs> I'm asking for ranch over blue cheese. Oh my, I can't believe Do you that want this a wing ding or a full wing? I want a full like, this fucking is wing. A, a full wing. Are you I want kidding the, me? I want the the Chinese store wings. Salt pepper ketchup fried onions. Crack that thing open. Now that's when I enjoy a drum for real for real when it's coming from the full wing. Yes. <sighs> Girl, mm-hmm. but I don't I have. I don't like a drumstick. Too many tendons. No, the full drum, like the full drumstick, like the the full. You know, how people just buy drumsticks for barbecues. Hate them, hate them. Yeah, Give me a like thigh. Give me yeah. a thigh, or the wing. I don't really want the breast either, but you know, I'll take a breast. But drumstick is I, last for me. This is a whole full ass conversation, and if somebody doesn't want to engage or doesn't know how to engage about chicken and the nuances, <laughs> what are we talk about? I'm not interested in it. You don't. We can't. And internet, but a nigga that doesn't know how to eat chicken, disgusting. Wow. <laughs> can't do that wow. for me. I'm shocked. Why'd you order it? Anyway, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Y'all, please send in your questions because they don't have to be chicken related. I still respect you and I. I'm interested. <laughs> Moving right along. Let's go to the voicemails. Forgive me. This week I do not have my speaker, but we're going to do the best that we can. Voicemail number one. Shadi, can you add the time for me, queen? Um, hey, Shanti and Antoinette, um, this is the name that you butchered um, on the show. Um, J-O-R-D-A-U-N, it's, it's Jordan. It's <laughs> um, My mom just put an extra letter in there to make it sound, seem like it's a girl's name. So <laughs> there you go. There, you know, it's just Jordan. Um, Love your guys' podcast. Keep it up. Uh, have a nice one. Bye-bye. You know what? These voicemails not going to work this week. I don't have a speaker. It's just not working, and I'm forcing it. And we don't need to, so let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Jordan, I'm sorry. Monty. Play that one voicemail. Jordan, I'm sorry for uh, pronouncing your name wrong. What did you say it was? (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) It was somebody else, though, they called and said, I'm pretty sure they said that we pronounced their name wrong, too. We apologize. Why would we do that? Y'all names are complicated. African comedic names from the African-American community. 
don't know. Somebody else called me and was like, oh, I, I read this. Shout out to the sis who called and said she was crying laughing because I said, we were talking about Beyonce coming out with a hairline. I was like, but don't she wear a wig? <laughs> she said, of course I know that Beyonce has hair under her wig, y'all. And I know that it's long, but long. It's a whole, it's a, it's a whole head of hair, but she going to have to show me that hair before she come out with a hairline. I'm sorry. You got to show me more of that. I think the picture in which she used as a demo, what is her hair? That ain't her fucking hair. Yes, it is. Nah. The thing is that (laughs) Beyonce has everything that we envy and want in life. It's not her hair. On all the levels. That is her hair. No, it's not. I'm going to the picture right now. You getting on my nerves. All y'all getting on my nerves. It is. Oh, don't make me lose my spot in this. That's her hair, queen. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Beyonce also giving us all these pictures from this tour as a way to tell us that these are the visuals. That's her hair, you think? Don't play with me, Shanti. Yes, Antoinette. Yes. Yep. If y'all are looking on Patreon, you can see what it I gets, have up. It, it, the, the, the amount of ways that she suns us is... There's, <laughs> if this is her hair, then I'm literally... I give up. Yeah, that's her hair, girl. I, I'm sorry about that. She no, it's not. All right. I'm mad. Why are you taking away from this black queen's... That's her <laughs> hair? Like... Yes. Oh, my God. Beyonce. And Jay-Z cheated on her? Or it's hopeless. <laughs> It's hopeless. Yo, I've been using that word more than you know. Just hopeless. Wow. What a time to be. Wow. Like. Uh, all right. Next. That just depressed me. Congratulations, Beyonce, for winning the world. She be like, I'm going to teach you how to grow your hair like this. I am. Watch her shit slap. From New Orleans. Let me say, Beyonce said Rihanna is a billionaire based off of Fenty. I'm done with this music. Matter of fact. This is the last She's album. She's like, I can do it better than Rihanna. How dare she? No, she can't. Here I come. Also, speaking of Rihanna, y'all saw that Rihanna posted that um, ring on her toe that looks like an engagement ring. It's given engaged. You are unwell. <laughs> I just saw it. I'm hype. This is as hype as I get these days. You want to take a break? Internet's very twi- quite tired. <laughs> what did you just call me? <laughs> You're very tired. Everyone. If you would like to engage with us in real time, you can see Antoinette slowly fading away. You could join us on our Patreon and become a patron. It's a subscription in which you pay five, seven, or ten dollars to have access to our podcast and extra content. We understand times are hard. You could also join in the conversation on our Discord, which can be found in the link in this bio, in which you can it's basically a curated text group text message we have all different topics it is a group chat on, and it's just a basic <laughs> that's what chat. it is everybody just chat. putting in gifs gifs whatever you want to call it commenting in real time it's 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 a community over there so check that out as well and um <clears throat> yes now we will go on break we will be right back thank you you're not gonna sing nothing. <laughs> uh, uh-uh, I'm done. <laughs> and VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. 
As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We are back. Let me tell you something real quick. These white women are really inspiring me. It is white excellence. They are causing a rejuvenation in me. They are causing a deep journey of self-discovery. The white Mm. women that I'm speaking about are Elizabeth Gilbert, the God. Y'all know her from Eat, Pray, Love. And Julia Cameron. She did write Eat, Pray, Love. No, did you read it? Um, no, because I didn't really care. I didn't care about that so much. Okay. But I, I watched the movie. Okay. And I, I followed her. I followed her um, journey just as an artist. I know she's had a lot of a very um, interesting life, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of heartache. I think she lost a partner recently um, mm. to cancer. And she's just always been really open um and sharing about her human experience and an incredible writer. And she just recently wrote um, a book called Big Magic, Living a Creative Life. And the other woman, now she's the God, she's the Don Dada, she's my guru. I have two white gurus right now. I have um, Michael Singer and Julia Cameron, it's white excellence over here. But Julia Cameron, we've talked about her work in the past she wrote the artist's way um oh, in okay. the 80s and the artist's way is an incredibly impactful and well-received well-followed timeless piece of work um it's basically a a journal and kind of a 12-week guide for folks that feel creatively blocked and I know of people that have um, read it. I've, I've seen this book. It was in my house while I was growing up all my life. I've always seen this cover. Um, my mom had it, but it's really interesting now how a lot of people I know are picking it up. <clears throat> and I've finally been like, all right, let me see what the fuck y'all talking about. And it's it's really, really incredible. And so both of these women are inviting us into living a creative life. And I have my own resistance and my own story about um, what it means to be creative. And I think, Antoinette, you've shared as well your um, creative blocks and creative journey with us. Um, And 
I feel deeply inspired by these two women to really embrace it and really embody it and not be um not be lax not not claim it basically but to really really want this and really explore it and know that it is um a path to a deeper part of myself and so I'm just going to share very quickly Elizabeth Gilbert this is from her new book Big Magic she explains what living a creative life means and invites us in on this journey so this I believe is the central question upon which all creative living hinges do you have the courage to bring forth the treasures that are hidden within you Look, I don't know what's hidden within you. You may barely know it yourself, although I suspect that you've caught glimpses. I don't know your capacities, your aspirations, your longings, your secret talents, but surely something wonderful is sheltered inside you. I say this with all confidence because I happen to believe that we are all walking repositories of buried treasure. I believe this is one of the oldest and most generous tricks that the universe plays on us human beings, both for its own amusement and for ours. The universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can ever find them. The hunt to uncover those jewels, that's creative living. The courage to go on that hunt in the first place is what separates a mundane existence from a more enchanted one. And the often surprising results of that hunt, that's what I call big magic. You get the branding. <laughs> see how it all wraps around. Um, all right, I want to interrupt myself again. When I talk about creative living here, please understand that I'm not necessarily talking about pursuing a life that is professionally or exclusively devoted to the arts. I'm not saying that you must become a poet who lives on a mountaintop or on Greece, or that you've got to perform at Carnegie Hall, or that you have to win the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival. Though if you want to attempt any of those feats, have at it. I love watching people swing for the bleachers. No, when I refer to creative living, I'm speaking far more broadly. I'm talking about living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than by fear. I know for myself. Uh-oh. Oh, I know for myself. making money, y'all. You heard it. Sable making money, y'all. Cha-ching. Um, I went to, I've always, you know, um, knew how to draw when I was younger. And um, although I dipped and dabbled in it, I never, ever considered myself an artist. I went to Kappa. Antoinette and I both went to Kappa, which is a creative and performing arts school that has different, um, uh, what do you call them? Disciplines. Studies, disciplines um, from singing, dancing, acting, instrumentalists, and visual artists and writers. And I basically got into that school um, because I could draw, but it wasn't from a space of real excitement or really stepping into my space as an, as considering myself an artist. I, I definitely felt like an imposter. I started in 11th grade versus the ninth grade with everybody else. And I definitely shied away and self-sabotaged um, a lot of the growth that could have happened at Kappa by not completing the assignments, cutting class, you know, this um, narrative that I had about school, that it wasn't important, you know, it's fuck the white picket fence, it's all a lie, yada, yada, yada. 
um, all these ways to hide behind the fact that I felt deeply inept and like I wasn't a good artist and that I wasn't capable of producing good work, especially because I was two years behind students that had already really honed their skills. And I think when I think about um, putting the title of an artist on myself, I still very much feel um, that that is just not, I don't deserve it. And it's just not the life that I live or the skills that I have or the passion that I have. Mm. And I find um, that a lot of people feel that way. And it becomes this idea of these are artists and then everybody else is just like, following this more mundane lifestyle of like having to work and you know more left brain and I love this invitation that Elizabeth offers us that every single person is a creative being and that's our very nature is to be creative is to be um, on a journey of exploring on a journey of being guided and inspired by our curiosity and it's not about necessarily the products that we produce or the outcomes that we have but this practice of creativity mm -hmm. and Julia Cameron takes it even further and Julia talks about it as a spiritual path, like you tapping into your creative nature, you taking yourself seriously as a creative being and setting up time and ritual and intentionally becoming aware of these narratives that cut us down, that stunt us, that block us and unblocking them is our path to a more purposeful heightened state and a more spiritual um uh it, it it opens up our spiritual capacity in our lives in a way and so this whole book that she has here is about this and i'm going to stop random rambling no, and go no. on to um more asking hard questions but she describes um Hold up, let me find it. She basically has these tenets of what a spiritual life is. These are the basic principles about creativity. And I, I just really love them. And again, hers are from a far more spiritual uh, foundation. But number one, creativity is the natural order of life. Life is energy, pure creative energy. Number two, there is an underlying indwelling creative force infusing all of life, including ourselves. Number three, when we open ourselves to our creativity, we open ourselves to the creator's creativity within us and our lives. Number four, we ourselves creation, we are ourselves creations, and we in turn are meant to continue creativity by being creative ourselves. Number five, creativity is God's gift to us. Using our creativity is our gift back to God. Number six, 
The refusal to be creative is self-will and is counter to our true nature. Number seven, when we open ourselves to exploring our creativity, we open ourselves to God, the good orderly direction. Number eight, as we open our creative channel to the creator, many gentle but powerful changes are to be expected. Number nine, it is safe to open ourselves up to greater and greater creativity. Number 10, our creative dreams and yearnings come from a divine source. As we move toward our dreams, we move toward our divinity. And so this whole book is about her, is about her offering some guidance um, as to go about unblocking it. And I'll go into it a little bit later in our conversation because I would really um, love some of the around the way curls listeners to possibly join in and I'll, I'll go on this later on how we can possibly um, make that happen. Um, but all of that was really relieving to me in a way because this idea that we are all individually creative and we all, I know this sounds so cliche, but for whatever reason, this time in my life, it really hit that what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. And this yearning to my path to expressing it is completely different than yours. It's also my responsibility. You have your own responsibility. And like, it's this almost, private beautiful blossoming that blossoming that we're invited to and everybody has it and I know like over the years of doing around the way curls I met so many people I think a lot of our conversations around like what's my purpose what should I be doing something doesn't feel right I feel deeply like this is the path to scratching that itch or to relieving that angst or to uncovering this deep question of like, what the, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck should I be doing with this, this restlessness that I have that can't be quelled by relationships or money um or whatever else things we we try to like um relieve ourselves of it from um can i ask you do you think you live what happened before you ask me a question can i ask you a question for the purpose of this conversation yeah what how how do you define and see creativity what is creative how do we determine that i was just gonna ask you that same question Uh uh-uh I was. Um, <laughs> Look who's here. Just so you know. Can you see? It? Oh, my. God is good. You see how God is <laughs> good just came all to me. the time. Because my mom went to sleep. I'm looking at the time. She came and sat right here. She right in my feet. I haven't seen her in a in week. She has not done this. I could cry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What oh. the fuck is creativity, Sheila? Help me. Um, and my interpretation of creativity in this moment is um, being open to 
feel being curious and being intentionally open to um direction and spontaneity and mm. making space for that to be expressed mm. and making that applying that to all of, of of the parts of my life um yeah what about you i don't exactly know i i think um for me right now it's just i think it's a lot of different things i think the thing that i need to focus on the most that i think i maybe sometimes struggle with especially when it comes to navigating my life path and things is around imagination and possibility. Mm. Mm. And it's like, I just looked it up and it was like, creativity is the use of imagination or origin, origin, the use of imagination or originals ideas. Um, and so I think that for me, I, I pigeonhole myself and like, okay, well, this is my circumstance. This is what, this is what I figured out how, how to make it work in this circumstance instead of imagining or believing the other possibilities are possible and that I can attain them or reimagining what my life can look and feel like because I feel very much um, at the mercy of like the system, at the mercy mm -hmm. of capitalism, at the mercy of, mm -hmm. well, I can't go off and do X, Y, and Z because the reality of the situation is I got to pay this. I got to be here for my mom. I got to, you know, like, and it's, I think I, I cut myself short. I cut myself mm. at my, I cut my own, I clip my own wings. Mm-hmm because I can't even imagine flying mm -hmm. at times. Mm -hmm. She talks a lot about that and she shares all the different reasons, all of which you listed of why people don't pursue their creativity. And I really love her process because it's really gentle. It's not this expectation that you're going to go from zero to 100, that you're just going to wake up and be like, I'm a star. Now I'm singing. Now I, mm -hmm. you know, don't have to pay my bills. I'm going to quit my job. And I have all this passion inside of me. She just talks about how we're all deeply um, blocked. And it's because of society blocks you, because of your own fear, because of your own um, narrative. And so she offers these really simple, but you have to be committed to it, practices to start opening that up. And she talks about how the creative brain or the creative part of us is like a child mm. and it's spontaneous and it's um oh, I wish I could find this one thing in which she says um the basically it's the it's the part of ourselves where things don't make sense like you know if 
if you were asked, I'm going to mess this up, but basically, you know, there's the left brain that's like, all right, give me um, an image of a boat would be like wood on a water. That's like your left side of your brain, but the right side of your brain would be like, I don't know, um, feet and wings. It's these things that don't necessarily feel like they go together. It's wild. It's colorful. It's imaginative. It's um, fluid. It's not from this logical space. And then that takes time to hone and, and to etch out in yourself. So in the past, I've talked about um, the morning pages with you guys. And the whole point of the morning pages, which you'd write three pages every single day, is for you to be in practice of this lucid thinking. Mm -hmm. It's not about a narrative. It's not about... It's like a stream of consciousness. It's stream of consciousness. And to be in practice of that every single day um, and to allow, which I think is really dope, and makes sense to me is that when she talks about when you first write and we all have diaries and I felt this uh, all the time, your first five entries, are you complaining? Are you talking about your pain, talking about your past, talking about your wounds, but eventually something else starts coming up and you start asking questions and you start having revelations and you start having deeper insight. It's kind of like you start being in, um, conversation with this other part of yourself that we don't often give ourselves the space to tend to, to be in conversation with. And so what ends up happening is it's, it become, it's not this forced thing that all of a sudden you get this, you have to force a creative whim that comes out of you it just comes. You just mm. you just feel this like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I'm curious about this. And another thing that she does um, as a way of unblocking and a way of being in practice of basically, I feel like creating time for yourself to really just be and to process and to um even cleanse yourself in a lot of ways is the artist dates. And I said that in the past before of where you take two hours a week to be by yourself. You don't take anybody with you and you go pursue something that you're curious about. And it could be so simple of going to, I don't know, five below and buying a whole bunch of bath salts or taking a walk and just sitting at the park. But it's like these really intentional time to yourself to um to read to nourish yourself to see things to think about things to pick up on whatever you had written on that we're writing about before to just have space to um be filled in a way and to allow yourself that time to be curious and to be really open and i and i know when we were talking about toy or just even what we were talking to toy and just what you just said, I feel like that's a direct, indirect defiance of capitalism. It's like by any means necessary, I am going to make sure I have these two hours regardless of, you know, what I think I need to be doing, what, what I have to do. I'm going to etch out two hours once a week to just 
be open and to see what could possibly happen, and which is not something that you can really control or like um, dictate the outcomes of, which for me, I feel I've done, uh, this is my first week of doing it. I've been doing the morning pages, but I've actually been following um, the book and I forced myself to go for a walk to to do these art walks and what I've always end up I felt some shame around it but I was like I always want to go to the retail corridors it's like I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna go see what other what other businesses are doing or what the fuck's going on and being okay with and trusting and being curious about whatever this is around these aesthetics this retail I know it's part of sable but um or I I think because it's a part of uh, my job that oh it's not really creative because it's somehow connected to capitalism I'm just conditioned but it's like oh no actually there's something leading me there and I'm just gonna follow it and and see what the fuck happens do you have any sense if you had to like internet is literally asleep right now. no i'm not i'm listening why would you say that you're talking and i'm you listening you got the look at that i had when i no. was staring into it's space not that true don't do that do you have anything if you had to if you had to say what you feel curious about like if i would say internet you got Tomorrow you got to go on an artist walk. I don't give a fuck. You have no choice. What do you feel curious about? I'll be honest. I'm I'm listening to you talk about this and I'm getting frustrated. And I'm getting jealous, if I'm being honest. And I'm getting like, I might be getting dismissive because... I can't tomorrow. I can't. Like, I, I well, don't. Tomorrow. Uh, uh, no, but, but uh, let me thing. just like, I, I, and I, cause I want to offer this for, fo- for other folks who are listening to this and they're like, my life is the fuck lifing. This all sounds real good, but I don't have two hours or I can't, I don't have the luxury of getting up and doing artist pages in the morning and being like, how do I feel in my body? It's like when the morning hits, I'm running around, I'm going. And that there's shame in that there's anxiety in that I'm jealous of you that you're able to do that and figure that out. There's um, frustration with myself and my circumstances. There's also like judgment around like, are you like, are you a part of the problem? Are you creating this? Like, I don't know. I I'm listening what do you mean? Are, are you a part of the problem? Are you creating? This? Like, have you created this circumstance where you don't have that time? Or is this just a season in your life? It all sounds good. It really does. And it, and it not, it more than sounds good. It sounds accurate. It makes sense. I think I'm frustrated that, um, I have no idea how I would apply any of this to my life right now. None. And I feel conflicted with how angry I am right now listening to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's what's coming up for me. So I'm being quiet and I'm listening and I'm observing that. 
I am. And I feel, yeah, I'm resentful of the fact that I don't feel like I can. And I don't know when that, I also, I think, have shame that I don't know how to change that for myself. So if I had to get up and do anything for two hours tomorrow, with all that said, I just want to be really clear. I'm starting to try to be more honest about where I'm at when I'm approaching certain conversations. I don't know, Shanti. I have Mm -hmm. no idea. None. Mm -hmm. That's real. I feel like a lot of people feel feel exactly the same way. I think um I think it requires that introspection either way right like to 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 sit with how you're you feel internally either way I feel like it's inescapable whether you're doing it intentionally or not um, this, this awareness that you have to have about your life and the life that you are, um, creating for yourself. Cause I agree with her. I feel like that we are all, it's inevitable. We are just creative beings. We can't help but to create, um, and the, and what we want to create is 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 real. It's I undeniable. Think I, and I, I think also it's like you you have to. I'm sorry. You have to. I don't know that you. I don't. I don't know that this is a luxury versus like. I have to do this. I don't, I, for me, it's not a luxury. Like, oh, I have time to do this. It's like, I'll have to, it takes a half an hour. I'll have to wake up a little bit earlier. I don't do it in the morning that I have to do it in the evening. Um, and sitting with the same feeling of like, am I wasting time by taking these two hours I don't, to I didn't myself? Say that. But that, but that I'm, I'm just speaking for myself. Okay. That feels crazy to me that it's like, if you take two hours to yourself, like that's something to feel shame around or something to feel like, um, it just, it has been helping me to realize what a obligatory compulsive life I have created for myself for these, whenever the fuck I, you know, went out on my own with to speak of uh, added responsibilities with with the business and with Jojo so yeah it it I hear you though I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying I mean I um, do think I think that I am creative in the sense of like with this podcast we are creating something every week with my other podcast I am creating something but it does take a lot of work it's 11 o'clock right now. You got work tomorrow. Got to drive to New York to, you know, go do some more work. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so I think in some of our creative endeavors, you it starts, I think that you run the risk of, of not being able to do these kind of practices or 
honor the creativity and the imagination as much because it's it's now become monetized yeah. and now it's measurable and now it's work. And so I think that was a big part of not all, not all, but a percentage of why the pressure around singing and getting gigs and doing this was just like, yo, I fucking hate this now. <laughs> like if I could just do a passion project and do it for me, it feels way better than all of this stress around like how the fuck am I going to eat and then I'm doing stuff I don't believe in so I I don't I don't wish I'm not trying to say that I'm not creative at all I don't know if that I'm in a position to be able to pick up the artist's way right now and do this work if I'm being completely honest I really I need to still put some absolutely I need to put shift and put some things into place but if I were, I, I where I'm at right now, I don't even know what I would do. And I think I do. I mean, like on Sundays, there are days where I'm, I talk about this, where I'm just going to clean the house. I'm just going to sing around the house. Working out, yoga sometimes feels like that for me. I'm getting back in my body. It's movement. So, it, but it's still not what I want it to be. I remember journal. I don't have a journal. I remember when I think I was, it was interesting. I was at a low point in my like familial life, but I was really discovering myself and like coming into myself in high school. And I had all these thought books and journals and I would have quotes in there and magazine clippings. And it was like, when I find them, I'm like, wow, I really took the time to sit and like put it down on paper and sort things out and it was it did it felt like such a luxury but it did feel so grounding and i don't do that i don't have a fucking journal how many journals i own that i don't have no no what i write in those journals to-do lists yeah when i open up my journals they're full of to-do lists (laughs) i think the relief or what i what i want you to understand is that this isn't about your outcome of mm-hmm. I'm going to know what I'm going to do I know what the creative act is going to be because no, that's not how creative energy being, right works it doesn't work like that it's like you are the conduit of it and you're just opening yourself up to it and you don't have to worry about what that creative expression is going to be because it's going to come to you and it's guaranteed. Yeah. But you I, have to be open I and not that. like this I is what I'm going to do. That. I think when everything yeah. else around you feels like I have to understand what's going on and I have to know what the outcome is and I'm responsible for said outcome, it there's just blockages where where you can just free flow. Yeah. You don't feel yeah. like you have the space and you're so out of practice. So I do look forward to doing it. Definitely. Um, I just unplugged something. And I don't know what it was. Oh my God. But I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Got to figure out what that is. Got to figure it out. Or or what well, it, not what it is. figure it no, out. No, not what it is. Yeah. I said the wrong thing. Got to figure out how to create space. How to create to space do for it. yourself. Yes. That's, for yourself that's what to I be. Mean. To hear yourself. Anyway, I derailed this a bit, but I just was like, no, I'm about I to bullshit that that is... every answer you about to 
Every I answer I'm about to give is, you. I think that that's a probably you probably reflect what a lot of people um, feel about feeling. How do you? Like can I ask you? Capacity for it. how do you as a as as a mother as a business owner, you know how do you take the two hours out when you know you got to think about retirement. You got to think about growing your business. You got to think about caring for aging parents that we all have. You got to think about making sure Joe is cool. Like how, how do you take the time? I mean, I know because you are a business owner, so you're able to say, all right, I'm putting this down. I'm, I'm going to go for a walk during the day or something like that. Okay. I understand because you, you're, you're able to create your own schedule more so than I think I am but like how do you do that how are you not boggled down by so much of the life shit like I'd be looking at my retirement like you're never going to be able to retire little girl because I I just don't interface with it in that fearful way it just that just if I were to do that if that were to take up my time or that would be what I wake myself up to that I would be. I don't wake myself up to it, but I'm saying like, I'm clear that certain, th- I need to fix, I need to get myself in a better position. And so I, I got to work to my, do that. But for me, my better position is how I feel throughout the day. Like what mm-hmm. is my better position if I'm anxious, if I'm, angry if i'm scared if i'm um constantly feeling like i'm not hitting the mark if i'm constantly 10 steps ahead of myself like i've i've that's something that i have to balance and deal with all the time um and then on top of it there's motherhood and all my fear for her future future and how intertwined we are um but I feel like there has to be another part that I'm um, grounded in. And it's not in this, it, it just can't be in this material stuff because it's uncertain. It's wildly uncertain. Like, yeah, you should make sure you're not flipping with your money. You have a plan, you have retirement, but I can't, I can't be gripping white knuckled on things because it makes me feel unwell. It doesn't make me feel alive. It doesn't make me feel, um, yeah, it, it just doesn't make me feel open. And so I, mm. it just, it just not, it's just, I feel in conflict in that way. And I feel sad and I feel hopeless when I get in those types of modes. So hmm. I, I don't want, and I and I feel so deeply um, overwhelmed because it feels like it's all on me to figure out, which is impossible. So in these, in this, in this artist way practice, in writing, in sitting with yourself, I'm calming myself down. Really, like I'm the one that's in. And when you're writing your shit out, like I said. You're complaining, you're writing all your fears out. But if you're doing three pages every single day, something else comes up. Mm -hmm. Like there's more in there that comes up. There's more that actually ends up soothing you and actually brings you some ease, I think. 
at least for me so far, where it feels more bearable and it feels more, I don't know, it, it heightens something else in me where I don't feel, um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel so like blood and guts, if that makes sense. It feels like something else. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, similarly, around the way curls, sable, there's this, it's such an amazing possibility mm -hmm. because it is just coming from our sheer will and our creativity. And at this point, it's coming from this place of skill. Um, but it also feels like we're always on this trying to balance like the strategy and making it profitable, but also making it interesting and generative for us mm -hmm. and how do you feed that like i to me it's not by going 10 to toes more down with strategy because what's jet how how is that going to generate just like you said with the music if if it gets even uh, more obligatory and more compulsory for me that, like I said last week, it makes me flaccid. Like, I don't know how to be generative. I don't know how to be open when it's like, this needs to be done at this time. And these many people are watching and this, it just, it's really, really hard. So to have some kind of practice that helps me be, be generative for me is like, this is the only way possible. This is the only way possible I can keep stable alive. This is the only way possible where I'm not going to like, um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I got around the way curls. I'm very clear that I have to get there. I'm very clear, and also to be, I'm also, you know, dealing with a lot at home. So yeah. maybe I'm incredibly in overwhelmed oh, in yeah. this moment where I'm like, Absolutely. I have no space for this. Absolutely, but I look Absolutely. forward to it and believe absolutely that I have to have this practice. I think I'm. I get there a little bit and then I get away from it when life mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I go and I'm, I'm seeing my patterns. I go full force into um, just, just putting things in place and ignoring how Externally, I feel yeah. because I have to put things in place yeah. for folks around me, for myself. It's gotta, you know, I'm gotta keep it together and mm -hmm. keep it, keep the, the wheels turning so no this is yeah do I lead a creative life I think in some I'm looking at your questions I think in some ways yes but do I do I honor my creativity and my imagination no I leave a lead a creative life right now I think mostly because I want it to turn into a means of mm survival and a me not just survival but a, a, a I want it to turn into yeah. a Support successful you. business mm -hmm. you know where where it's thriving we're sustaining mm -hmm. ourselves where you're you know sustaining things around us we're growing and we've it, at the same respect feel fulfilled so I don't think that I'm leading a creative life for the sake of creativity I saw something today that a friend of mine posted, let me go to that shit. And he was just saying like, if you practice creativity, more creativity comes. Like the, it's inevitable. You can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Maya Angelou yeah. said that. Yeah. 
you know so it's generative yeah yeah and the more these life things again uh, they're not they're they're like this you know the more if if you again create this space for you to sit and ask the questions and listen you the material stuff you figure out it it, you you'll get an answer to you'll be like oh oh i should do this i can do this i don't think they're i think the biggest idea is that they're opposing each other they're conflicting that they're against each other when they're in complete harmony and when they're both practice i i think you know we feel purposeful we feel alive we feel like yeah i don't know i girl i'm on week one i'm a sagittarius so it i'm on week one and i've been doing this all my life you think (laughs) i've done this for a week so it's okay everything's all right um but I do want to offer this for folks. Uh, I've been thinking about ways that we could all do this together if and when you feel ready. Um, that I can definitely get access to this book. This is something that we can share on Around the Way Curls. And each week we can discuss it on Discord. I, I believe that they have um, a video capacity to it as well. And or because we have those different topics for those that are like, y'all want to get into this shit. Um, we can just be on that thread. And each week it asks that you check in and she wrote this book for it to be a collective um, participation in it. So what I'm going to do, what I'm thinking of doing, um, I'm going to give it till June what's June 15th, I'm going to have it pre-order on the site where folks can pre-order it. And then I'll, I'll see how many people want it. Um, and then we can pre-order it on what site? On Around the Way Curls. So I can make it available oh. on Around the Way Curls to, to purchase this. Um, I guess I want to, maybe I'll just order them. Uh, hmm. No, pre-order it. Don't be stuck with a whole Yeah, bunch but of then books. it just kind of like slows up the process. We can't really begin until July, which oh. eh, maybe that's fine. Maybe that's maybe fine. do a poll but, on Patreon and Discord. Yeah, how many people are interested? Because I can, if like ten people are interested, I can easily I can get these books very quickly, so that's not a problem. They're not like I have to make a T-shirt, but I don't want to order a bunch of books and nobody orders them. So if we get like a lot of interest. I'd, people definitely want to buy the book. Um, I can easily put it up there. And yeah, p- if people respond, if they're interested, then we can maybe put some solid dates down. But I think it's something that is easier if it's shared collectively, because again, I think we all are beaten down by comparing and thinking they should we should be this place we're not and if we hear everybody's like oh shit I'm in the same place that I feel the same thing I think a lot of people are going to feel comforted by your response internet and be like same same I don't feel anything I, f- I feel blocked um I feel angry and jealous feel angry and jealous <laughs> I think those are I think those are really beautiful thank you for being honest in that because I think that's some real shit right there so that's it Shout out to these white women, the white excellence of Julia and Elizabeth. You can get artists way on your own, you know, 
time as well. And then Elizabeth Gilbert's book. Did I say Elizabeth Arden? Did I'm I not sure, that? but either one. It's fine. Elizabeth Gilbert, you can get her new book, Big Magic, and that's all about the creative life as well. So I'm going to be away next week, uh, but I'll be back. Ciao. Yeah. I got to figure out next week. See, got to keep the wheels turning. Got the, gotta keep it going. We think. That's not blow into the microphone. <laughs> Maybe that's gotta not keep true. The motherfucking wheels turning. Wheels. We'll be back next week. I'll be back next week. I, I, I feel that I have a guest. She ain't confirmed the second time, so let me make sure. <laughs> we gonna figure it out. Okay. Thanks, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episodes. Good night. Good night. Bye. Peace and blessing. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.